This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Hello, America. Welcome to Glenn. I'm JP. This is Jason. We're both covering for Glenn today. Glenn is not in today. I think he's actually out recruiting the next uh, Avenger. Uh, oh, that's actually, right. Because America's he in a whole lot of... After last night's debate, we're yeah. going to need uh, some more superheroes We out definitely there. need some new ones. But good news is Glenn is going to be back uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow we have a very cool history story. Um, it's uh, the actual story of Harry Houdini. And on Wednesday, we... Uh, Beth, what are we doing on uh, Wednesday? Thomas Paine and the French Revolution. That's a really good one. That's in the vault, right? That's in the vault. Sweet. Um, today, though, just because the boss is not here does not mean we don't have a plethora of stuff that he sent us that he wants us to talk about. Yes, this is true. Especially talk- after last night's debate, which was, I think, my favorite debate that I've seen ever. Great reality TV. It was Great really good. TV. We're going to talk about that. We're going to also talk about the new Trump audio leak. We're going to be talking about all that stuff right now. So uh, I thought that we were going to be able to talk about a whole lot of Russia stuff, which is obviously my favorite stuff to talk about. Um, and then I just assumed it was going to be all debate stuff. But then, of course, the uh, audio leak uh, from Trump dropped. Um, first off, I, w- I want to get everyone's uh, opinion on this. But let me put this right out there to begin with. Locker room banter among men does not... In- let me tell you what it includes. It includes, oh, yeah, that girl, I'll tell you what I would do with her, oh, that girl, whatever. That's locker room banner, and it's crude. I think we can all, we've all done it, you know, let's, let's admit to it. Well, not all of I us. I have not. Well, yeah, come on, man. I mean, I have it. None of us have. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I, we know. We know. Right. We know. Right. Me and Lawrence right. know. Right. Right. But, but what, what, it, what it never includes... Right. A sexual assault. Sexual assault. <laughs> right. It never includes that. Right. right. But they have, like, Scott Bayo coming on uh, Fox News. Or Which Rudy is Giuliani. really relevant. Relevant today. Yeah, back, yeah, in the eight, early 80s, yeah, late early 70s, 80s, something like charge. that. Anybody? How are they defending that? I don't even think people realize that it's sexual assault. When you make unwanted passes on people, that's sexual assault. But right. also, like, so much attention has been put on the actual wording that he used, and I feel like less on the fact that he admitted to trying to get with a married woman, which, in my opinion, is just Or that married. he just got married. Yeah, yeah. literally, like, three months before... He said that he had just gotten married. Now, that part, would you say was locker room banter, or would you say that that was the no. sexual thing? No. Wait, the... Him saying, yeah, you know, I tried to hook up with this married woman. Because I can tell you right now, I've heard a lot of guys say, oh, yeah, that, that girl's, you know, she's really hot. She's married. I, just, I don't see Is how it the you... same? I'm, I'm just playing good I don't think advocate. that's sexual assault. No, right. it's just no, being no. a but, but the words that he said, you know, saying, I want to do this, this, and this, and I've done this, this, and this... That definitely is a sexual assault. These, these, are, these, are not just, these are not just words, in my opinion. These are not just words. And you cannot defend it. 
You, you literally cannot defend it. You can't go on whatever outlet and say, look, you know, we've all done this, you know, this is no big deal. No, if you're defending this and saying that we all do it, you are a psychopath. Right. You are a straight up psychopath. And even if people do it, even if people do it, like most people aren't running to be the leader of the United States of America. Yeah, I heard, which, yeah, I heard on the radio this morning. Well, that, that, I don't know if that's a good case because of Clinton, but... Keep going. No, but on the radio this morning, there was a, a lady who was defending Trump who was saying that, like, well, I've been to bachelorette parties where the women have talked kind of, like, in that general, like, area or whatever. It's like, the difference is, is that those women aren't running for president of the United States. And, like, you should hold our president to a higher standard that are that saying but stuff it, like that. then it comes down to, what else did we expect? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I don't agree with the notion that presidents shouldn't be human because I believe yeah. that that's part of the, why Your people find... Survey. Trump appealing is because he's a human. On the other hand, uh, average day people don't just go around glorifying right. yeah. sexual assault. If he just glorifying a woman, like I said on my radio show Saturday, I talk about women and the curves and how they look and how beautiful they are all the time and did I want to, you know, eventually date them. That's, that's what guys do. Yeah. So that, that shouldn't be shunned, if, even if you want to run for president. But when you glorify yourself and, and, and you have somebody egging you on, uh, like Billy, whatever his name is. Billy Bush. Yeah, yeah. Billy Bush, Bush who's guy. now suspended, by the way. Um, <laughs> that's just off the table. Yeah. yeah. I, think and then, there, I think there's a key point there, because the first point you guys brought up was the locker room talk, and the first point she brought up was the married woman part. And Republicans have won married women every election since, after, since they lost it in 96, when Dole lost it to Clinton. Bush won it both times. McCain and Romney won it. I think Trump's at, at risk at winning, losing married women. He loses married women, he's lost the election. There's yeah, no recovery. Really if, you, if he hasn't lost married women by, by now, yeah, you, come on. I mean, he admitted to affairs in, in right. when was it? Years ago. Right. So it's kind of, again, I go back to the question of what did we expect? Right. Like, what well, else did we expect from this guy? So, so did you guys see that tweet from Ted Cruz that he was like, hey, why didn't yeah, this come out like several big, months ago? He's the biggest loser in this, by the way. Mm. Uh, because if he would have waited two weeks, yep. he wouldn't have endorsed them. Right. right. You know, he would have had a way out, but yeah. he didn't wait. Well, it's, it's, it's no surprise. I mean, come on. I think, I think he's a smart enough guy. He knows exactly why it's only being released now. Oh, yeah. definitely. Also, in the WikiLeaks stuff, it's, it's, it's coming out that they wanted people like Trump. They wanted to elevate him and get him to this position. Right. They had all of this stuff waiting for him. They, they wanted to get him through the primary the perfect time. so they could unload this stuff now. You know, there's, there's no that's, shock there. But that's Republicans' fault. Like, there were many of us that warned Republicans that, hey, if you elect this guy, they have tons of footage on yeah. I mean, you had a Geraldo Rivera, you have other people, other sources, uh, you got the, <laughs> the K-File that now from BuzzFeed that's just now joined CNN that are digging through footage that they want to release. Yeah. You have so much footage of him that people had before. Yeah. That they're going to release now, especially in October, where all the surprises are released. The October surprise was supposed to... We all thought it was going to be a Hillary email no, thing. No, it wasn't. It's no, all no. going to be... But what, what, about, the, what right. about the Hillary emails, though, that came out over the weekend? Like, what did you guys think of those? Mm. I mean, uh, it's, it's no surprise, but it was overshadowed with Trump stuff. Yeah. So I think WikiLeaks kind of made a mistake trying to release it, trying to steal the thunder, especially on many liberal mainstream media sites. It wasn't even covered. Yeah. They didn't start discussing it until before the debate. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of been bypassed. At this point, I don't even think it's going to matter unless it's there, unless Wiki, whatever WikiLeaks releases, unless it alleges any kind of criminal activity. I, don't, I really don't think anybody's going to care. I do think it's weird, though, that Assange 
basically scuttled his big reveal. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then after that, he released these documents that aren't really that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. But in the past, he's talked really big, like, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. it's going to be huge. Mm -hmm. it, this is conspiracy I, 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 theory, I, I, theory, but it, he, did they do some kind of deal? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think what she said was, you know, bad. I mean, and, and especially the way that she tried to cover up during the debate saying, hey, it's kind of like Abe Lincoln, you know, what you say in private, yes. you know, is differently than what you say in public. It kind of didn't go very well with the public. What's, what's funny is, yeah, like, what she, what she did is bad, and what she said in the emails is bad. What Trump says and stuff is bad. But at, th at this point, their supporters are fully in entrenched on both sides, right. and now they're both saying the same things. Well, anything but him. Right. Well, anything but her. Right. So it really doesn't matter at this point what comes out. Right. They've already decided what they're going to do. Right. It's, it's ridiculous. Who's the winner between either of these? I mean, seriously, who do, like, we both know, I mean, all of us know that Hillary or Trump, because Gary Johnson is not going to, nothing's going to happen with him. But both of these presidents, whoever the, it may be, they will suck. Like, there's right. no doubt right. they're going to suck. So is there something that we can look past? Uh, before we get into the debate, like, from anybody around here, who can tell me, is there any hope for how we can get past through any of these next four years? I, I'll, I'll kick it off. I, I think that what we, and I'll probably get killed for this, but I think at, right now you have to hope that Trump gets trounced. You got to hope that Trump gets trounced. Now, Paul Ryan came out today and said he's not going to defend yeah. Trump, and they're going to look forward towards you know, continuing their majority in the House. That's what you have to look at right now. The Supreme Court of the United States uh, um, nominee... That's unlikely, that's unlikely, though. You know, the top of the ticket sets the stage for all of the races. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it... Sadly, I understand what Paul Ryan is trying to do. He's trying to protect the House. But in order to do that, then you have to strengthen the guy that's on the top of the ticket. Or people just don't show up to vote for congressional races or well, Senate races. This they show up to vote for president. The reason I say that is because I've been so firm in my belief of never Trump uh, from the get-go. I'm, right. nev I'm never Trump to the core. The reason being is because I do not want that man hijacking the conservative brand. Right. Now, if you I let that happen, hijacked, if though. he gets elected and he does, in my opinion, if he hijacks the brand, then he is basically, you've, we've been put in a box. Right. So everything they say about us, we're the racists, we're the bigots, right. we're all of this stuff, we become that but if he's our leader. That, that damage has already been done. Yeah, that's already been uh, done. Th that's it's, already been solidified in many yeah, of people's minds. Loses, you can Even if he rebuild loses. That. That's why I'm saying he needs to get trounced and we need to rebuild. Start the rebuilding and we need to focus on not losing the House and the Senate. Well, I, Got I, it. I don't think you have anything to worry about. I, I've, <laughs> I've said for a long time that, I, you know, that I, I think he's going to get trounced. And... You know, last night all of this stuff just confirms it because who, who can have their base like he does, conservatives that are having this debate? You know, I mean, how many just conservatives has he lost already? Now, he may have gained some independence or, or whatever, but he doesn't have near the numbers. Let's all, speaking and, of that, let's be realistic. You're absolutely right. I mean, he does not, he's alienated an entire gender, he's alienated two ethnic groups, Hispanics and black Americans. Um, who, who is voting for him? You can't alienate three different groups and expect to win. You can't do it. I mean, I, I don't think, I, I, as it relates to the base, I think Democrats are going through a little bit of this themselves because you have a lot of, of Bernie Sanders supporters, uh, a lot of hardcore liberals that aren't going to vote for Hillary Clinton just out of a matter of principle as well. Who do you think so, they'll go for? you think they'll go for Trump? Or I, I just don't think they'll they show just, up. Yeah, and I think people not showing up to the election hurts Democrats even more. So I, I think it's still going to be a tight race. I don't know who's going to win. I, I, I believe that a lot of more black folks are going to show up to vote for Trump, believe it or not, really? than the polls think. When I go in the barbershop, they can't stand Hillary. Huh. But they'll give Donald Trump 
a shot because he talks about money. They just don't like the disrespect with Hillary lines of them. So I'm not saying all black folks are going to vote for yeah. uh, Hillary Clinton, but I do see it's not as clear cut as the media has portrayed it. A lot of things, uh, a lot of uh, the media has been saying, oh, the polling. Number one, black folks don't like taking polls. So <laughs> I really don't agree with their whole polling analysis. Um, so I think it's going to be a tight race. I don't think we're going to know until the next day after the election yeah. who actually won. So really? Caleb, oh, really I think we'll I... know pretty early in the evening. I don't think so. Because if, if Trump loses North Carolina and Florida, it's over. And we're going to know those pretty soon. Unless we have another repeat of 2000, we don't know Florida for... A, unless Florida goes way into the evening. But even then, um, Hillary can lose Florida and still win. It depends. But I, I think we're going to know pretty early in the evening. Yeah. So all of this happened before the debate even kicked off. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to play uh, SOT 20 right now. This was the most awkward beginning to a debate I think I've seen. As if they were both like, is he going to go for the yeah. shake? Is you he going to go? Yeah. No, okay. Then. Caleb, yeah. you've been watching these probably since the 1950s. He's, Have you ever seen back, a debate like, where they yeah. haven't shaken hands uh, at the beginning? Not that I can recall. That was really weird. But I, I don't think it was. Uh, she definitely was not going to shake his hand. Right. He kind of. He thought about he, it. He thought. He thought. He tried to make a move to go for it. And then he's like, wait, is she not going? All right. Uh, <laughs> so is it social etiquette that. A man is, you know, is he supposed to put his hand out? Yeah, yeah. But is Trump a gentleman? No, (laughs) no. But if you're going to shake hands, isn't it social etiquette that the woman is supposed to extend her hand first? The woman shakes, really? No, no, no. I I think it's equal, especially when it's like a power. Nowadays, it's probably equal. But I think you're you're right on that. The, the, The interesting thing about this is that I'm not so much as concerned about Donald Trump, but Hillary Clinton sent out a tweet. Uh, citing Michelle Obama saying, when they go low, we go high. Oh, I know. And so yeah. for you to say that this was going to be a debate where you were going to take the high road, um, I she thought it was just a lie. She didn't start off that way She didn't at all. She didn't really end that way either with that last question. Exactly. Like, what do you respect about Trump? And it's like, oh, I respect kids. his kids. <laughs> well, can oh, we first go over that question? The question alone was like, are we in kindergarten? Well, yeah. all, yeah. all of the questions were. Yeah. Like. All of the questions from the audience were horrible. Yeah. I, I literally <laughs> expected the last one to be, what's your favorite color, Ms. Yeah. Clinton? But right. you know what? I kind of liked the last question. I think that it was so, that they were acting so much like children, that I think... The question treat was, like can y'all say anything good about each other? I, so I actually think Trump, thinks. you know, kind of proved Hillary, which is, yeah, if you're going to go low, I'm going to go high. And I, I, I mean, none of us like Trump. Nobody really likes Trump at all. But I actually think he took the high road last night because we all know he's friends with Hillary. So he pretty much complimented her because he knows her so well. Mm-hmm. But I actually think he took the high road. And with as far her as saying, the entire debate? No, no, no. Just, just the last, just the last yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Hillary's response was great because, of course, she says his kids because they're all Democrats. They're all right. liberals. <laughs> She's weaponizing them for the future. Yeah, right. She's like, are you going to be voting right. for me? Don't so be voting for her next great. election. I'll be over after this election. She's going to need those checkbooks later. Planning for the future. And can we play SOT 1? I think this was one of my favorites also. Well, first, let me start by saying that so much of what he's just said is not right, but he gets to run his campaign anyway.
Oh my god. That's just awkward. <laughs> I didn't notice it, and then I got like a bunch of texts from these guys, and like, did anybody just see that fly land on Hillary? Yeah, I thought it was. It was on her shirt too. Uh, In her hand. Of, yeah, it was all over. Can anybody explain to me the, the double mics? I still haven't found an answer for that. She had a white mic on. Yeah, and it's then, a backup mic in case her primary mic goes but, out. But tr- well, I, I figured thinking. that, but, why, but Trump didn't have one. Well, um, I think one of them was to help keep flies away. It, it admits, <laughs> <laughs> didn't work. It's obvious the flies do go towards BS because right, she right. was just spitting <laughs> <laughs> Of course, there was another theory that Adam from our staff was just talking about. Um, I don't know if any of you guys watch Westworld. But the, um, the thing is, <laughs> their campaign poster always has the fly coming up, and of course they can't feel it because they're robots. Oh, so, putting oh, two and two together, oh, she's robot. robot. She's a robot. We, we noticed when she passed out, the little metal piece that fell out of her. Yeah. Confirm. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who do you guys think actually, I mean, there's, so there was actually debate on this on Twitter. I'm into the camp that Trump actually came out on the offensive and trounced her, but Caleb didn't agree with me. So. No, well, I, I also hate this question because I think they're like, who won this debate? Well, whoever wins the election won the debate. I mean, that's just, that's the truth. So I look at this question as when people ask me who won the debate, well, who is who's positioning themselves to better win this election? And right now that's Hillary. And I don't think Trump did anything to put a dent into that. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I totally disagree, especially since he was able to shift the narrative from that video to his actual Big debate time. performance. Yeah. Bringing up the, um, the emails, the Benghazi. I mean, he finally brought right, up Benghazi. Right. Like, he was coached he, this time around. Right, but right. he did Most that def- in the back half. So in the first half hour, he was he was the same Trump we saw in the last debate. I don't debate, think so. Uh, you know, I disagree. I actually thought he place. sucked in the, at the end. There right. was about a 10-minute yeah, gap. Yeah, right. And it was mainly when they went to foreign policy. the foreign policy. Right, right. And he just like, the forgot Russia everything. The Russia question is what Oh, yeah, the Russia him. question. Before that, he was totally on it. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, I, I think the first twenty minutes, literally, maybe this is what you what you were picking up on, was all Trump having to defend himself because of the exactly. audio leak. Right, and, and that was Mike. because the moderators actually staged the questions to be that. Way. Oh my gosh, the um, moderators! And, and, and Trump could have killed it with a uh, a simple apology. Um, he kept referring to the apology that he gave before, but if he would have just spoke, took a minute, look in the camera. Apologize to all women. Apologize to this family. Yeah. And just been humble. Right. Uh, then it would have been over. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, I fully expected Trump to actually lash out more than he did. I was mm-hmm. very surprised um, that he kind of took it, you know, kept his composure, you know, following. She got after pissed that. at the, by the end of it. Yeah. We've, yeah, she got really pissed by the end of it. You called what you said locker room banter. You described kissing women without consent, grabbing their genitals. That is sexual assault. You bragged that you have sexually assaulted women. Do you understand that? No, I didn't say that at all. I don't think you understood what was said. This was locker room talk. Yes, I'm very embarrassed by it. I hate it. But it's locker room talk, and it's one of those things. I will knock the hell out of ISIS. We're going to defeat ISIS. ISIS happened a number of years ago in a vacuum that was left so, because of bad judgment. And I will tell you, I will take care of ISIS. So Mr. And Trump, we should get on to much more important things and much bigger things. Just for the record, though, are you saying that what you said on that bus 11 years ago, that you did not actually kiss women without consent or grope women without consent? I have great respect for women. Nobody has more respect for women than I do. 
So for the record, I you're say, saying you never did that. things that, frankly, you, you hear these things, they're said. And I was embarrassed by it, but I have tremendous respect for women. Have you ever and done those things? have respect for me. And I will tell you, no, I have not. I love it. I love it. So, so, so basically, in so many words, you, you bragged about sexually assaulting, possibly raping a woman, and bragging about that you won't get caught because you're famous. But ISIS. But, but, but ISIS. Going I'm going to knock the hell out yeah. of ISIS. But also, I think it's pretty clear what Anderson Cooper is doing, is he's asking him over and over again, for the record, you did not do that, yeah. you did not do that. Next bombshell is going to be... I know, that's, that's what I was saying last night. Like, something will come well, out he, in the next two days. Just, remember when I was talking about the humility thing? Yeah. The fact that he got on national TV and says... That he has more respect for women than anybody does. Right. He, like, you you're know, right. You should have started that, with. It's, it's insulting to I people. I apologize. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Which well, just the, makes my point that he spent the first half of the debate just not on topic. And that's where the most. He learned to pivot. He well, learned how to pivot. Yeah, that's I'll give him that. Great. He was yeah. trained to do is if it comes but up. Can we hit on the Russia relationship and the Syria relationship? Because you, you have a thought for that one about the Syria Oh, you mean when he was when he was talking about uh, not agreeing with the, Pence or whatever? Yeah, not agreeing with Pence, and then he was he was saying that Syria's fighting ISIS, Iran's fighting ISIS. <laughs> well, that was like Caleb. Do we have that SOT where he said that? SOT sixteen. Can we play SOT sixteen real quick. To strike the military targets of the Assad regime. Okay, he and I haven't spoken, and I disagree. I disagree. You disagree I think with your running mate? We have to man. knock out ISIS. Right now, Syria is fighting ISIS. We have people that want to fight both at the same time. But Syria is no longer Syria. Syria is Russia, and it's Iran, who she made strong, and Kerry and Obama, made into a very powerful nation and a very rich nation very, very quickly, very, very quickly. I believe we have to get ISIS. We have to worry about ISIS before we can get too much more involved. She had a chance to do something with Syria. They had a chance. And that was the line. What do you think and will happen didn't. if Aleppo falls? I think Aleppo is a disaster, humanitarian What do you think wise. will happen humani- if it falls? Uh, I think that it basically has fallen. All Disastrous right. answer. This is when he went off the rails completely. I, I, was, yeah. I, I thought that he was really taking it to her the majority of the time, but he went off the rails here on this foreign policy stuff. Let me get this very, very clear. Russia and Syria are not hardly doing a thing to ISIS. Let me pull up full screen one just really quick, and I want to show you this little graphic. So... On this graphic, you can see that there are absolutely no airstrikes from Russia at all on ISIS. None. There's like three from the Syrian regime around uh, Deir Azor. That's that kind of like far eastern one. Um, There's like three airstrikes there. That's because that's their oil fields. Now, that's really all they care about is their oil fields. They're all down there by Palmyra. But Russia and Syria as a whole are not striking ISIS. All of that stuff is around Aleppo. They are bombing Aleppo into a concrete... Junkyard, trailer park, basically. And it's, it's, a, it's a huge humanitarian risk. We haven't even seen the results of this. It's going to come much later. This is an insane crisis, and Donald Trump is completely oblivious on what's but, going on. But hey, no, no, no. Here's, He's got 200 generals that are behind him. So. But, but here's the deal. All of, that, <laughs> all of that went away because of Martha. How Martha challenged him, oh, it yeah. was as if she was a part of the debate. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and God. the focus became on her right. instead of Donald Trump. Yeah. This was an actual she time where he was She could have asked follow-up questions, right. but instead she was debating she, him. Right, and started to give policy stances right. as well. So well, more people are going to talk about what Martha did instead of how well, ignorant well, he was about let's Russia. Let's actually see what Martha said. Martha said, you disagree with your running mate. What do you think will happen if Aleppo falls, and what do you think will happen if it falls again? I don't think she was challenging him. She was just trying to get an answer out of him there. 
Oh, well, I, no, I disagree. No. Her, her job is not to continue. That's the job of the Hillary, question. Right. Yeah, Hillary Clinton's job is to, is to call him out. That's right. a debate. Exactly. There, I don't know if this is the same part that we're talking about. There was a point where she, it was, she started to give it was ridiculous. Yeah. She actually was sort of educating him, and I thought right. that part She's, was yeah. She began to even ridiculous. tell him, quote, the reason why they withdraw, the, how they withdraw the troops, was to make sure people get out safely. Right. That wasn't her job to educate Donald Trump on the way we withdraw troops and yeah. the safety of the troops. Yeah, it doesn't matter what debate it is. Like, the moderators should not be educating the people. All they need to be doing is asking the questions of the American people. Mm-hmm. There was this a point. happens every four years. I remember 2012, was it, what's her name, Candy? Candy. Oh, Girl. Candy. Yeah, yeah, when that whole Rose Bush Garden debacle. Uh-huh. So I feel like this is just a norm to the... There was a point in this debate where she actually said... There's been tons of fact-checking facts, on that. Yeah, fact she said it over what he was yeah. saying and then tried to go on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. I, I, actually, I actually thought Anderson did a better job than she did. You know, there was this debate um, before the debate started about ABC and CNN about who should ask the foreign policy questions. Yeah. And she won because she's supposed to be an expert in foreign policy. I think now people are saying maybe Anderson should have asked these questions because the way she did it was very combative. Uh, it was one-sided, and I'll have to admit, her follow-ups on Donald Trump weren't like her follow-ups on Hillary Clinton. Yeah. There were softballs on Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump. Yeah, Hillary got away with a lot last night, mm-hmm. I thought. Um, now, I, sorry, but I don't think we can overlook the, the fact that he said he hadn't talked to Mike Pence about this. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, that's they true. disagreed, and... The thing is, I don't, I don't know what you guys think. I don't think he talks to him very much at all. I don't I, think he I think the whole pick was basically to toss a bone to the conservative side of the party, mm-hmm. you know, and then since then, they I mean, barely, I can't imagine they barely talk. Night. Right. He must have been like, what the heck? We're supposed to be a team. We're working in this together. Yeah. I know you don't, we don't really talk, but this is a debate on the national mm-hmm. stage. Millions and millions of people are watching us, and you're saying you don't talk to me about foreign policy? No, D- Donald Trump had no clue about the answer, and so what right. he did was defend himself. Let me defend myself. So let me just throw my running mate under the bus and say, oh, I hadn't talked to him about it. I disagree. Can we yeah. see what Hillary said on that? SOT 15? Uh, no, it'll be SOT 13. SOT 13. 13. Oh, wait, no, no, no. 15. You're right. 15. 15. Sorry. <laughs> and there is a determined effort by the Russian Air Force to destroy Aleppo in order to eliminate the last of the Syrian rebels who were really holding out against the Assad regime. Russia hasn't paid any attention to ISIS. They're interested in keeping Assad in power. So I, when I was Secretary of State, advocated, and I advocate today, a no-fly zone and safe zones. We need some leverage with the Russians uh, because they're not going to uh, come to the negotiating table for a diplomatic Uh, resolution unless there is some leverage over them. And we have to work more closely with our partners and allies on the ground. But I want to emphasize that what is at stake here is the ambitions and the aggressiveness of Russia. Russia has decided that it's all in in Syria, and they've also decided who they want to see become president of the United States, too, and it's not me. Okay, foreign policy-wise, what do you think about what she said? Do you agree with any of that? Mission of the Kurds. She's right. She did, actually, later on. She said, arm the Kurds afterwards. Um, she was right on the money. She was right on the money. And it, but she why is going didn't to get... they do that, Jason, when she was there? 
you know, it's, it's, it's one thing to talk about it, but yeah. when you were Secretary of State, you had the ability to do that. I think you're exactly right. The, the thing, as long as she's been Secretary of State, she made horrible decisions. Lydia, um, the, the list goes on. Um, but Trump even, I think, called her out. She said that she's never, she, I think she might have said exactly that. She never actually did these things mm-hmm. when she was there. It sounds like she is being coached very well on this, because that's exactly what you'll find. Anybody that really knows about foreign policy, that's yeah. exactly what they'll say. So at least no she flight, knows no what to do. She knows, but I just don't trust her to do it mm-hmm. is the biggest problem. She had the opportunity to do it and didn't do it. That's my right. only concern. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about the Supreme Court stuff last night, because I got pretty upset when Hillary said, um, I want a Supreme Court that will stick with Roe versus Wade and a woman's right to choose, and I want a Supreme Court that will stick with marriage equality. The main one for me, Roe versus Wade. I mean, that's why I don't like Hillary. That, that is one of multiple reasons why I, I'm, that scares me of who she might appoint for the Supreme Court. And that's where I think a lot of people are trying to make that decision. Like, okay, well, Trump's saying he likes Lee, which Lee definitely does not like Trump anymore, so that's a bad relationship. Um, but then it, you've got Hillary who's saying, let's not reverse Roe versus Wade. So she's going to put Supreme Court justices in there that will keep it. Mm-hmm. And so for me as a Christian, it's kind of like, okay, that's, that's a big issue for me. And so for it's, most it's a, of them. It's a huge issue, and, and I agree with you. You know, a lot of liberals will say, we'll kind of skirt the pro-choice thing, but not really get into the weeds of it. But she has she gone out of it. her way during the campaign, yeah. just in, in a forceful way to stand up for abortion rights, you know? So and that it, was it, scary to me. Yeah. But the scariest part of that whole rant that stuck out in my mind the most was when she said, I, I'm going to appoint Supreme Court justices that know how the world really works. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's her yeah. criteria. Not yeah. understands Not a, the, Constitution. the Constitution. She didn't say just the how word the world Constitution works. once. Never. She's saying and justices that. that do this and do this and do this. Not once. I don't say think she that's frightening. Right. Right. So essentially what I tell them to do. Right. That. right. Yeah. That's frightening. Yeah. And I, you know what? And now that we're talking about frightening things that they said, Trump, and I don't even know if we have a thought on this, Caleb, but when Trump was talking about um, throwing or assigning a special prosecutor to throw her, you know, to, to look into throwing her in jail. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Six. Can we, can we do we have time for that? Yeah. yeah. Six, Kitty. But if I win, I am going to instruct my attorney general to get a special prosecutor to look into your situation because there has never been so many lies, so much deception. There has never been anything like it. And we're going to have a special prosecutor. When I speak, I go out and speak. The people of this country are furious. In my opinion, the people that have been long-term workers at the FBI are furious. There has never been anything like this where emails and you get a subpoena. You get a subpoena. And after getting the subpoena, you delete 33,000 emails. And then you acid wash them or bleach them, as you would say. A very expensive process. So we're going to get a special prosecutor, and we're going to look into it. Because you know what? People have been, their lives have been destroyed for doing one-fifth of what you've done. And it's a disgrace. Welcome to a Trump presidency, boys and girls. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean... Well, let's follow it up with uh, SOT7 real quick. SOT7? Yeah, let's play SOT7. It is, uh, it's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. 
Well, I actually liked that comment. Yeah, and like, also <laughs> the thought before when he was talking about the special prosecutor, at that point when they do those chart oh, yeah. things, that, that was the highest for independence of right. the whole let's, night. Let's not, let, let's not look over the fact that the, the left has said these things also. You know oh, I mean? they do it. And, no, and they, do it. Yeah, they do and it. Yeah. The, the only reason why Hillary Clinton isn't serving any type of time or hasn't received at least charges is because it's under a Democratic administration. So they, the, pro, the, the Attorney General's office, the FBI, serves at the, pre, uh, the pleasure of the president. So that's... So do you guys think that he's wrong in saying that? Yes. He's just been overly transparent. <laughs> they all do it. Yeah. Well, they not, all do it. It's not his role as president to be the Attorney General or the FBI. It's director. not his role. Yeah. But every president does Every it. president does it. And you, yeah. see the, you see the escalation of, if you think that, and this is the guy that's in, in charge of the conservative movement, meaning mm-hmm. less government. You see the rise of government power, is, it's, it's going up every single election. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, there's no difference between the left and the right at this point. Mm-hmm. They're all abusing it. I remember Nancy Pelosi saying back in the day that she was going to have Karl Rove thrown in jail. Remember that? She was like saying in an interview, she's like, oh yeah, I was going to throw Karl Rove in jail. We have a jail here at the Capitol. And people were it, totally cool with that, too. Totally cool with it. I mean, if you think that the IRS targeting conservatives, Tea Party, or stuff like that happened, you know, if you thought that was a crazy revelation before, you ain't seen nothing yet. I just think he's being transparent. I, th- I think it's I mean, not cool. I, I don't but. think he should have said it as in, yeah, I think you're right. He's just being transparent. But I wouldn't mind if somebody did that with Hillary. But, but because here, I still here, think Hillary should be prosecuted for what she did. Thing. When he said that, who cheered? His supporters. Who was enthused by that? Out, uh, everybody in the country who was watching that, who was enthused by it? His supporters, no, but independence. I don't, I don't think he's, it was just his supporters. I think the majority of Americans, just by polling, are upset about Hillary Clinton as it relates to those emails and right. think that she should have been prosecuted. Not necessarily all the supporters. I mean, look at anybody that you know is part of the conservative, conservative movement. They don't like Hillary. They don't like Trump, but they hate Hillary more mm-hmm. in regards to what she's done to this country and what her family's done to this country. It's like, but you actually have committed. Crimes. I think overall that was his point. Yeah. His point at the debate was to show America that many in our movement, in the conservative movement, that they hate Hillary more. I love the. So, so do you think uh, I love the. Somebody who wasn't going to vote for him into voting for him. Do you think he was effective? I think he has. I think it helped a little bit. I think it did. I give think. Him... I think over the next few days, as the polls come out. I will be proven right. And you wow. Oh, will be oh, proven. My oh, my gosh. I'm just saying. Excuse me. We see what Caleb really oh, wants. On that note. Tell us how you really feel. For a debate as a politician, that was a really strong moment, and her expressions were priceless. I think Nathan had the best comment after the, out of the audience started cheering. He was like, can we please tell the audience to stop playing like the audience? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah, give us an update on our little uh, mascots that we have. All right, so we finally got some hair growing. I think Hillary's really killing it at the back side. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, she's a little bald spot at the top. And ironically, Donald Trump's hair is growing better at the top than really everywhere else. Thank you, Sarah, so, for that update. Yeah. I appreciate it. Because he's the Donald. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason, you got a little uh, Russia news for us. Oh, man, I hate to do this to you guys, but I, I've been getting grilled by family members, uh, by Sean, camera guy back over there, about what's going on with Russia. They just had a huge nuclear uh, exercise that involved 40 million people. Um, it sounds really scary. Um, 
And the reason being, the reason he's doing it is because it sounds very scary. The majority of the reason why he's doing it is to galvanize his own people. That, 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 that's basically what he's the most scared of. And this is right after he created, like, his own SS. <laughs> yeah. I mean, pretty much. Te- technically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything he's doing is, is for regime stability. He's not... Don't get freaked out, everyone. Nuclear war is not imminent. Nuclear weapons are not what they used to be. They're mo- mainly just a political tool, and Putin's using that mm. to his favor. Yeah, now, talk- I do want to follow that up with, though, that uh, this was a crazy weekend for Russia. They violated NATO airspace with several armed fighter jets. They also put in some nuclear-capable missiles right in the backyard of uh, NATO um, in, yeah, Kaliningrad, a fun weekend. in Kaliningrad, old Prussia. Um, yeah, so he is ramping things up. It is going to get scary uh, going forward, but we'll keep our keep our eye are on. Are these it. drills? But like nuclear the, war is not imminent. Are these drills like the duck and cover things that we did here in the 1950s, essentially? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and it also involved more like like environmental stuff, like what happens if an earthquake, stuff like that. But the main focus was, oh my gosh, be scared of nuclear war because it's imminent. But uh, and part of it we've discussed this was. Putin has his own radicals in Russia he has to deal with. So he deals with them by showing strength and pounding his chest and being like he's this big guy on the world stage so his, uh, his own people don't gravitate to more radical groups in Russia. Right. That's why I disagree with this whole notion that he's a stronger leader. This whole stronger leader notion is who's going to challenge him? Like, he will yeah. kill you. Like, it's based off of fear. Right, Technically, he fear. could be the strongest leader. Right. But, you know? I mean, with all of the, right. you know, all the stuff that he's doing with nuclear power, I mean, right. yeah, right. he but could have the most power. Our government doesn't world. operate that way. So, right. you know, and I'm not supporting Obama, but I'm just saying, like, come on, guys. We yeah. live in a system. Right. right. If your criteria for great leadership is using fear to your right. advantage. Dictatorship. Then- yeah. That's your guy. That's your guy. But this is not your country. No. Well, Bowie's got a pretty exciting story that I'm excited about. I suppose. Um, so <laughs> Ben and Jerry's came out in support for Black Lives Matter. So Twitter was trending Ben and Jerry's new flavor. Some suggested flavors. Rocky Road to Equality. Brownies versus Board of Education. And We Can Be All Right, Fat-Free Vanilla. Oh, my so, gosh. Now, Okay. I just want to say the fat-free vanilla part kind of offended me. It's just a suggestion. Oh, my God. (laughs) I only said it because of Lawrence. (laughs) Oh, my God. But, like, Lawrence, do you think they're going too far with the Black Lives Matter movement by doing this on their ice cream? I don't care. It's their their company. I don't eat Ben & Jerry's anyway. That's my question. I eat eat Bluebell. Bluebell. Yeah. If I could have ice cream, I would eat Bluebell. You know, I'm a a total capitalist, free market guy. If you want to do with your proceeds and give it to them, be my guest. Mm-hmm. This sounds like an onion story. This does not I know, sound it sounds real. fake. No, it's, it's real though. It's, it's real. It's totally real. News. But you know, he's very, he's very liberal. The, these brothers. Yeah, they are very had a liberal. Bernie Sanders flavor, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, they did. They, yeah, they were Bernie. supporters yeah. of Bernie Sanders. So my yeah. question is, how much do you think the, these kinds of statements by companies actually affect them? Um, I think people are going to go out and support them, but does it I really think it would help last the situation? Maybe like a, two or three days in the news cycle. You mean affect then, them negatively? Yeah, like, do you think conservatives will stop eating Ben and Jerry's well, ice cream? No. Well, it worked for Target. Target saw record yes, sales losses. Yeah, but that's right a little bit that. different. I don't that think that had to do with ideology. I think people just you can just buy a different kids, flavor of ice cream. You know, you know, if you if you don't want to support it, go get a, just a regular. I ice didn't cream. eat it anyway. I don't disgusting. like Ben and Jerry's. It is Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, you yeah. got it. People are going to be running away so quickly. It's yeah, I'm not a ben big fan of the Ben and Jerry's. Uh, I'll yeah. stick to my blue bell. What? No, yeah, definitely. I don't like Ben and Jerry's. No, when I used to have ice cream, yes, I blue bell comes in unsealed containers. Well, if you're from the south, Brom. 
Again, Bluebell's ice cream. If you want to like get poisoned, then fine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. They've Assimilation. People do not. Have, they come to Texas, they take our job, but they don't know how to assimilate. I don't. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Yeah, it is a good question. British. This is true. She is British. It's fine. I'm just saying, I don't want to eat ice cream that's unsealed. Do you, wait, do you go to Chipotle? Because Chipotle has I some can... health issues. We self oh. 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 reported, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. It is curious. Uh, I, I don't know how many more of these companies are going to come out like this. I mean, but everyone. Oh, look at that. Also, another example NFL. NFL has taken record audience or ratings losses this year as well. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. Until the Super Bowl. Until, of course. Yeah. You know, yeah. It makes up for everything. But these liberal agendas obviously aren't. I, mean, I think there's a. There's a there's definitely a standard now, or there's definitely, you know, data to go back on. It's not helping the matter. Yep. It's making if you don't like worse. the agenda, just don't support it. So this day in history, October 10th, uh, 1973, Vice President Spiro Agnew uh, resigned after uh, yeah. he cut a deal for, um, he was clearly taking bribes, even as vice president. Uh, also had some income tax violations. Uh, he had to pay back $160,000 in back taxes, which, by the way, and you can't make this stuff up, he uh, <laughs> paid it with help from a, a loan from Frank Sinatra. Whoa. What? what? Really? They were pals, apparently. BFFs. So he was uh, Nixon's vice president, of course, and less than a year later, Nixon infamously resigned. The only president and vice president to also both resign. That was really that. a good administration. Yeah. Wow. So, I agree. I think Look, we could actually meet in the next four years. <laughs> I wonder if they talk and, like Trump and Pence. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that made Gerald Ford the very first vice president to ascend to the presidency without ever being elected. That's true. Yeah. Wow. A couple of weeks later, he nominated him, and then he uh, Congress, Congress from Michigan. Yeah. So the Republican Party had to completely rebuild at that point. I mean, well, that was the that lowest led, state. That led yeah. to the 1976 uh, GOP primary where. Uh, Governor Reagan from California was uh, came within inches of defeating an incumbent president at the convention. Uh, so that's what we need. Yeah. Ah. We're just repeating history. <laughs> it's all making sense now. Yeah. Well, really, we need corrupt politicians. It's an, inter- uh, it's an interesting time in history because I kind of see it as a parallel till now. I mean, I can't, not in my lifetime, I can't ever remember the Republican Party being in this much disarray, this fragmented, or oh, this yeah. just, you know, no, I don't know. I think this we is need more a fragmented yeah. than it was in the 70s. You think it's worse now? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've yeah. only had one Republican uh, in my lifetime, so, yeah. Wow. There's not really much to judge. Wait, are you now the youngest guy at the table? Yeah, pretty much. Wait, yeah. when's your birthday? Oh. <laughs> December 10th. Wait, are you so Nathan, how many Republicans have you Two. had? Oh, uh, I'm younger. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, three. Three? In my lifetime, yeah. Who was your favorite? Bush, Bush, or Reagan? Uh, Reagan, but okay, I really like Bush Senior as well. But <laughs> technically, I was born around um, Reagan's election. Oh, I didn't realize you were that old. Shut up! Oh, <laughs> man. I didn't realize you were that young, Lawrence. Wait, you were you experienced George Senior? Well, you experienced George. <laughs> How old were you uh, when he was elected? I was five. Well, I was 1988, Four. so I was 12. Whoa. Yeah. Wait, so, so Bush, Gore, <laughs> Bush Gore was your first election to, to vote in? To vote in? No, that was 96. 96. I voted Bob Dole. Do your math, Jason. Oh, yeah, you oh, oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. that, was my, that was my first election, Bush Gore. Wow. Was. Yeah. So there is hope for us resetting. There is. Um, so the third rule of think tank 
uh, is that the first guy, uh, first time you're on the panel is they have to say the prayer. So Lawrence B. Jones. All right, cool. Father, we just thank you for this day uh, that wasn't promises. We ask for you to protect us from hurt, harm, and danger. We ask for you to protect our country. Uh, help us get a great leader and reset this country. In your name, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Make sure you guys tune in on Tuesday for, uh, what was the Tuesday show? History is Houdini. Houdini. Also make sure you uh, tune in on Wednesday, which was... Thomas Paine and the French Revolution. You guys got us. We have some amazing shows coming down the pipe, and uh, they're coming out. Uh, we have the show lineup just oh, yeah, continues it's on. It's really yeah, good. so there's a ton. Yeah. Anyway, um, make sure you tune in for those. And um, what's the? Do you guys know the one for next week? History. Uh, ne- next week is uh, Nesbit. Nesbit, yeah. From, from Dallas. Good night, America. It's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com.